Hi, welcome to the Mediumship Matters podcast. I am so glad you're here. My name is Hannah McIntyre and I'm a working evidential medium, spiritual teacher and Reiki master. And I started this podcast to just help people navigate the lumps and bumps and twists and turns of the spiritual journey. I find myself still questioning and trying to work through new lessons, new understandings all the time. And this podcast helps me as much as it helps you with understanding what the heck is happening when you go on a spiritual development journey. You can expect honesty, integrity, lots of laughs, lots of confusion as we try and work our way together navigating this bendy path. There's guest interviews, week ahead readings and lots of insights from my spirit team. I hope you love it. Let's begin. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. And today I am joined by yet another incredible special guest, Charlie Kelly. Now, I've been watching Charlie from afar on his YouTube videos, and I was very excited when he agreed to come and share his knowledge with us because... You say it like it is, don't you, Charlie? <laughs> I like to think so. I like. To yeah, think. you really do. And I love it. I love to watch it. So uh, thanks for joining us today. How did you how did you get involved in all of this? In mediumship? Yeah. Uh, it was actually a loss um, of uh, a family member. So I lost my sister at a, a young age. And it was more of a, um, a hoping um, that there's something else. Um, and then that that took that was a really long journey. I suppose that must have been, I don't know, about ten years um, mm. before I started to sort of um, have a real firm idea that there was a um, uh, there was something behind the idea of a spirit world. So that that kind of led me on to different. It, it comes in different facets, really, because the journey was: is there a god? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know why why have they taken my sister Um, and then um, then there was uh, different facets of my life like uh, um, I I was in trouble because of that you know I kind of went off the rails a little bit Um, and then I needed kind of a discipline about my mind and my myself my thoughts and you know that kind of stuff so I I took up like a, a couple of martial arts which taught me energy and then the, the marrying up of the energy and this spiritual idea kind of unfolded um, what we in the UK call like a clairvoyance. Um, wow. Although I think the label's wrong for clairvoyance. But oh, an, oh, God, no, right. Yeah. 50 questions just from yeah. that. Okay. Uh, first of all, what's wrong with the label clairvoyance? What, what's... Uh, it's, it's only seeing. A mediumship is a sensory experience. It's an essence. It's a it's an energy. The mind is surrendered to a communicator, which means they have the entire use of everything 
um within my within my mind um but we label it as an image um just through clairvoyance when yeah. and, and a clairvoyant will stand up and say and i feel uh, <laughs> yeah you're like but it's clairvoyance it's it's seeing so um so I, i'm not really comfortable with the title of clairvoyance i think it's it, it's more of a mental process mental mediumship would be more suited um but there's a there's a, a misconceptions in the general public anyway, isn't there, between a psychic and a medium and um, yes. the labels marrying up. And then, I mean, we could be here for hours discussing grey areas, et cetera. Well, we could. I mean, I don't like any of the Claire's because I think they just become a limit. As yeah, well, you... I, I'm actually running a class later later on today that's, um, I think it's titled something Embracing the Spark. Um, and and what what I mean by that is that initially you have an idea that a man is joining you or mm-hmm. or a lady is joining you, whatever the 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 way is. It's an idea, mm-hmm. so that that sparks in the mind, and then the the process beyond that is convincing you to speak. Yes. So, so you now see the man, then you'll say, "I have a man." If it, if you have that idea and then you feel a man, then you'll speak. So so um, uh, now, now I feel a man. Um, so that, that process there from beyond the idea that has formed within your mind, that that from that moment onwards is convincing the medium that you have that because you've already had the idea. Um, and, and so that's where I would put a tremendous amount of uh, thoughts uh, to your faith and to your surrender mm-hmm. in that idea for every fraction of a second that you're holding that your brain is embellishing it's it's distorting it it's creating an environment for you to grow confident enough to say I have a man I love it oh mm-hmm. my goodness right so I still want to hold on to my initial question so you weren't what some would call a natural medium you weren't playing with spirit children when you grew up this is something that found its way to you through your sad loss yeah I feel I, I think so I feel, what I'm a little bit fed up with all the stories of knights in shining armor and angels and stuff like that I'm a little bit fed up with it because it, it for me not to, I'm not offering offence I mean if people oh no I wasn't events, either yeah. I didn't find um, it till I was it, 30 so you're yeah, fine so it, it's kind of like there's a little bit too much of me being special there's a little bit too much of that and I'm just a normal guy um uh, 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 and I, I had an idea I had a I had questions and I went and looked I went and looked for it um and therefore I found it so I was 30 31 I think when I'm when I embarked on on that journey I, I see it very much like any of us look out of our window you know, there there is wonders out there, you know, whether it be the birds and the bees and the butterflies and spring is forming. But it's a little bit drizzly and a little bit rainy here today. And we can focus on like something that's a little bit uncomfortable, makes you feel a bit down, or you can focus on the bird song. Um, it is perception. And I think mm-hmm. once you rewire the brain for the perception of what you're looking for, then the ability is there for everyone to sort of that was my next question. Do you believe it's available to everyone? Yeah, I think it's a birthright. I think it's just suppression. Um, you know, it, it would terrify a parent of a child saying that they can see or they're aware of. Um, and if the parent is unaware uh, of that, they'll silence the mind, won't they? It's not yeah. there, nothing there. Yeah. And um, it just begins at around five, I suppose, five, six, seven. Um, that element of suppression, of cultivating a little mini version of themselves through the education and the culture that they live in. So, Absolutely. I always say I think one of the biggest things that we do as teachers is undoing everything that's been done yeah, to get yeah. back to a natural state. The, rather the best than... student is one that has, has had no teaching. If they've yeah. had no teaching, then, then if I say we're going to go and get – you know a b and c from a communicator then they don't have an idea that that's not possible or that's hard they yeah. just go and do it they just do it um so it's they're, they're the best kind of student like just fresh um yeah. and, and so there's a massive progression very quickly uh in their mediumship skill set that doesn't mean they're a good person <laughs> or, or, or their integrity is good or their ethics are good that doesn't mean that it just means they've acquired a skill set that can communicate 
Now, I saw a video on, I can't remember whether it was your YouTube or your Facebook page, but about integrity or mediumship. And I was feeling that something you're quite passionate about. Talk yeah. to us about that. Uh, it's just, I, I, I see a lot of, I've seen a lot of mediums. I don't go so much now to watch. I used to watch The Power of Observation, I thought was an incredible tool in my own development. What I want to do and what I want to be, how I want to be perceived and, you know, that like demonstrating uh, terminology you know that kind of thing on my own stage um, so observation was really good and I would observe mediums talking ever so spiritually on a on a platform and addressing from their soapbox talking down to the congregation that's in front of them and then see the antics that go on in the background mm-hmm. um, and and you're kind of like well what was that 20 minute address about you know like you're, you're literally doing everything that you've just spoke about in in the wrong terms so um a lot of it was you know personal experience I've, mm-hmm. I've been on the end of that kind of stuff and so it just because they talk well or they dress well or they present well they've got good showmanship you know doesn't mean their integrity in, that their integrity is in place or their ethical code is not manipulating or narcissistic in any way so for sure I've learned that to my detriment a few yeah. times I think I've learned it now but I would never say never because you yeah. never know do you yeah. and so just to go back to your initial thing you were questioning when you started all of this mm. is there a god what's all this grief about <laughs> yeah what's what's your answer today because I know answers evolve what would you say to that today yeah I think I, yeah and I fully agree that it, it constantly evolves I think you've got to have a philosophy that is not um uh trapped by parameters it's got to have room to grow because you don't know everything at year one or year two do you so um and so it has to be able to grow I think my philosophy has been there throughout that I I don't see God as a a biblical individual um uh, uh, in that sense I do think you are a um an expression of god i'm an expression of god and you know the animals and the plants and the planet is all an expression of god um i just think it's that um that that energy source that cannot be destroyed as an essence form in absolutely everything um whether it be my desk in front of me or you opposite me it's just a um a product of that essence that that's there so it, it's it's not a person uh for me um, that's, I just asked purely because someone sent in a listener question that I answered weirdly uh yeah. half an hour before we met up online yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like I wonder what you're gonna say because I sort of squidged my way through it saying yeah. I feel like we are the universe experiencing itself in individual form but yeah. I just wondered where you were gonna go with it so I love it so you started with your martial arts and then it developed into mediumship and then did you did you develop did you actively seek out teachers workshops um, how did I, you I did that? I did initially I, I I thought to myself I, I'm from a, a a town called um Harlow in the uh in the Essex County um it, it, it was known for its violence when I was growing up it was a rough it was a rough place you know um I, I'm not sure the the figures are still good there from the, from Harlow, you know. So, um, so the 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 mechanism behind the martial arts was really for a defence. It was if I got attacked, like can can I can I do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, in amongst that, you you kind of make friends, don't you? You make friends within the martial art, and you know that that kind of stuff. Um, and so I was curious, like I googled biggest mistake you can make when when something's not right inside your head you know is there a god is there ghosts is there an afterlife is there the worst google search you can have I think and it just fills you with absolute horror um that I had located what what I didn't know at the time was a spiritual church so I thought I'd make my way dressed very similar as I am today uh on on your uh on your podcast and I got escorted out um oh my god I didn't expect it to end like that oh my god yeah yeah. Yeah, you're in the wrong room um 
And I was like, oh, okay, so I've just read all the principles that you're not judgmental and here you are judging me. Um, and, and they saw me out, yeah. So um, so I left it another six months before I went back I, and, and I went back again, but I was a bit more strong-minded now. You know, I've got six months of martial arts under my belt. No one's going to be throwing me out this time. Yeah. Um, and um, and I'll stand firm in, in why I'm here. To which then the medium was absolutely horrific and painted a picture to the audience that suggested I was some criminal, you know, like oh my gosh, gangland like mobster <laughs> uh, in the wrong building in front of everyone. It was absolutely mortifying. I'd never been so embarrassed in my life. So um, I can't but- believe that through all of that you managed to stick to the path and not just go stuff this I'm yeah, out and walk away yeah yeah so I, I, I kind of left it and this this maybe is a bit strange this bit I mean I, with my knowledge now and my understanding now I don't know why the lady done it but she done it uh, and I was walking through a local Tesco car park in Harlow I was on a lunch break at a, a job I, I had had and I was off to get a, a sandwich or something like that um, and a woman approached me and she said, oh, you have you have the light or something like that. I don't know. It was some kind of terminology like that. And um, you'll have to um, you'll have to join a circle or a circle's looking for you right now. And I was, and I was like, what on earth is she banging yeah. on? And, I, I, and to me, a circle was a shape. I didn't know what it meant by it. Yeah. Always know, a useful by, message. By, yeah. By, yeah. So I was kind of like, what on earth was that? Um, and then later on down the line, um, maybe a week or so later, someone approached me and said, um, you're into that that spiritual stuff. And I was like, yeah, you know, kind of in the closet with it, really, because of the the life and the place and, and what have you. Uh, and she said, oh, we run in a circle in the next town. Um, why don't you pop along? And oh I was God. like, you know what? I actually will because I had this weird woman come up to me in a car park and um so off I went off I went to this circle and it was it was I loved it I loved it at the time I think I think too many people are in a rush right now mm-hmm. like they want a shortcut to mediumship and it's mm-hmm. not really there's not a shortcut um so it, it, there was weird stuff I mean they done weird things and they sat and spoke and done like and I see I saw that very early on but I enjoyed the time I enjoyed the 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 space or the comfort of not worrying or fighting or you know martial mm. arts or it was just a nice time for me to which they the the tutor at the time offered the the regular circle goers to stand on the platform that was available in this spiritual church where this circle was being held um and then i, I said oh, do you know what i'll give this a go like because i'm really aware of a lady um and then i rattled off the you know the typical format that you see um around mediumship um you know age relation passing you know mm-hmm. that, that sort a of checklist stuff. kind of a, a a very firm checklist yeah um, and I rattled off a, a few things to which a um a circle member took immediately um and I was like oh I, I reckon I can do this you know I reckon it like um so I just started attending circle I, I outgrew it quite quickly mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say then I wanted testing because it was kind of like if I'm if I'm gonna do it, then I I kind of I don't want to be half-hearted at it. I, I don't want to be a crazy person. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want people bringing cups or crystal balls or yeah. Uh, if I'm gonna do it, then I need to be relatable, but I need to understand the subject. So I need I need someone that can really pull me apart and really test um my my capabilities at, at, at that point so uh, and then that started a new kind of development uh yeah. search in 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 my own development from there yeah so oh my goodness I love it what a story yeah. so here's the question for you mm. to a certain extent it came quite naturally to you then I would say if you just stood on a platform and went this is what I'm getting and someone went yeah. yes I think I think the pro- the problem today that I see I see hundreds and hundreds of students every every year you know hundreds mm. of them possibly thousands of them actually thinking about the numbers that I'm doing at the, the number minute. of things yeah. you do yeah for sure um and I th- the biggest problem I constantly see is that that no one draws a line 
So after after doing five or six circles, and every time I'm getting it right, or I'm not saying like pinpoint accurate, I'm saying there was a lot of information and a lot of it seemed to be right, that I just drew a line under it and thought, you know what, I'm going to go with it. Mm-hmm. Rather than, is it me? I don't know if it's me. I don't know. So uh, there was a very de- like definitive line of, when I cross the threshold of this building, my mind is not my own anymore. I've lent it out. And when I leave that building, then it's mine again. And the ideas are crazy. That's okay. But I need that line. Yeah. So I, I just started developing from that. That's what I started to do was this development was I'm going to give it everything, but I'm going to have a little bit of faith in me. I'm going to have a little bit of trust in me. And if I surrender my mind, it tends to be right. If I hold it for any length of time, I mess it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I want the I want the latter. I want it to be good. I want I want to be successful. I want to get this communication across successfully and accurately. And everything that stops me from doing that is me. Then mm-hmm. I need the discipline to stop doing that. And so I did that really early on, just really early on, rather than trying to have the control within all of that um, and trying to develop a, 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 because people say surrender, but no, no one's surrendering. No one's in service of um, it's under condition. Give me your age or I won't say it. Give me your death or I won't speak. Give me this, give me that, do this, do that. And they're not dancing monkeys. They're the mind is to be surrendered. Mm-hmm. And so if I actually surrender my mind, then I was actually accurate. And I just learned that really early on. So I don't think it's I don't think it's natural. I just think it, I implemented a discipline that meant I knew I was going to mess it up. Don't mess it up. Don't get yeah. involved. Stay out of the way. And I just implemented that as a, a as a like a, a foundational part of my development. Amazing. And how did that sit? Because. I've sat in a few circles. Hmm. I'm, I'm, um, I've seen. How did that sit with the other people <laughs> in the group? Because I've had people say things like, "Well, you can't possibly do it. You haven't been developing enough, or this kind yeah. of thing." I, I, I remember being asked on a couple of occasions to do this or go get that, and da da da. And and I wasn't really a good circle person, in fairness. To to you know, there weren't no. many that I kind of stuck around in. Um, because I would be that that person that says, I'll do it. I've got no problems doing it. But show me, show me first what you're asking me to do. Then I'll go do it. Um, so I had a mark or a measure for what it was that they were asking me to do. Um, there weren't many, you know, like I, I like I, I've made friends and I've lost friends along the way. I think I've I've challenged maybe. Three tutors and uh um that that have delivered mm-hmm. um that was uh lynn probert oh um, yeah i've been taught by lynn probert yeah so and 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 she delivered she would say no problem and then she would demonstrate it uh tim abbott he would demonstrate it to a very high uh standard uh and she the french and she would deliver it to a uh, a high standard when challenged yeah so they would they would give you the exercise, but then demonstrate the exercise when challenged to demonstrate it, and they would do it. Any other any others kind of like you're you're not really the student we want here. We need you gone. Um, so you I had heard that up. story about you, funnily enough, mm. uh, that you had challenged somebody who wasn't able to deliver a phone number. I believe I don't know if mm. it's been changed through Chinese whispers over time, but that was the one that I heard. <laughs> yeah, but then I went and got it. Yeah, I, I had that too. It. Yeah, so <laughs> it's like, uh, don't ask me to do it when you can't do it, uh, yeah. which I think is important as a um, as a, a, a teacher or a tutor um, in in um, giving them a measure, giving them a mark, giving them a, a, a something to work towards. There's, mm-hmm. there's there's too many teachers. There's too many, mm-hmm. um, and and you know i don't i don't know your story or or anyone else's story really but i i create a lot of um inspirational lessons uh i will quickly run the exercise in my head is this a, is this workable yes then then we'll run with it then people steal that exercise they steal it but they don't know why you're doing it 
mm-hmm. I do know why I'm doing it. I've I've deliberately put a um, a trip hazard in there. Are you finding a trip hazard? And uh, and then we'll discuss it. And now you're mechanically able to get through um, what it is that you're trying to achieve. So again, mechanics of mediumship are they're actually really easy. They're really simple. The spirituality that comes with mechanics is very different, and the ethics and the integrity are another another angle. It's more than just a um, th- that skill set of being able to get something. For sure. For sure. So that kind of leads me to my next question, actually, is in your opinion, what do you think makes great mediumship? Mindset. So it's I I accept that there's there's without it sounding bipolar or schizophrenic, I accept there's two versions of me. Um, There's one that's allowed to make mistakes um, on a daily basis. And that's Charlie, um, where I, I I need my own life experience and my ups and my downs and, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's unacceptable to take those things into mediumship mm-hmm. because it, it definitely influences what's about to take place um, for the client. And that's unfair for the service of a communicator for their client if I've had a bad day and I've brought it into the read. If mm-hmm. I'm having a good day and, I, and I'm and i missing bits because I'm overexcited or, or whatever. So it's a mindset of my medium version of me has to be as close as to the perfect idea of communication that I have as it mm-hmm. possibly can be through mechanics and disciplines and understanding um, of me, myself, and I and them and the client and there's way too much teaching at the moment um where uh in, in a communication triangle of uh, a a communicator then the client then the the medium mm-hmm. there's too much emphasis on the medium and the the communicator and it's it's like a communication triangle without the client there is no I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss no reason for the communication so so people are, are, are kind of cutting off the client they're not even looking at the client they're sitting there with their eyes shut or they're not doing anything with the client and it's almost like that third wheel scenario you know two of them are having this wonderful conversation but leaving someone out i think the client feels that yeah uh, it's and, just and, making and, me laugh because I've been talking about that. So it's just making me laugh. It's yeah. it's super important that they're part of it. It's got to yeah. be this uh, this balance between um, them, their relationship, the communicator and the client, where the mind of the client is, because it will be with them. Then I'm relaying what they're asking me to say, which is making them think of the, the client, uh, the communicator even more. And it just brings this beautiful ebb and flow. Um, whether it be on a stage or um, uh, in a private one-to-one, then it would uh, that balance has to be has to be kept. If not, the failing will be the breakdown in relationship between me and the client, not the communication. It, it will fail between me and the client because I have wrecked the uh, the relationship there. What well, I think pe- people kind of like they get their mediumship. And it'll be like, this is my mediumship and this is what I'm offering you. Yeah. But you are different to the last person I spoke to and the next one that's coming and the next one after that. You're all different. 
Every single one of you are different. Uh, your worldly problems are different. The things you worry about are different. The the person you are is completely different. Your, your ethics, your integrity, your culture, everything is different. So for me to offer this one-dimensional style of format, mm-hmm. age, relationship, passing condition, is not mm-hmm. going to work 10 times out of 10. So I need a toolbox. I need to understand who is this client and what are they about? What do I need to do here? And then mm-hmm. I... I, I, I grab the tools I need from my development and I issue what I need as my uh, my mediumship and the client should leave better, you know, in, in, in what what's gone on. And there's too much of this is me, this is how I do it, when it, it's it's not about you, it's about the client. Absolutely. Um, if, we, if I went into the doctor's for a headache and he just tried this tablet, uh, then I've broke my leg. Try this tablet, and it's the same tablet. Yeah, you know, I'm I've got I've got severe anxiety. Try this tablet. You know, it's like you'd stop going to the doctor. You would, you would. So, so what about in in because you're obviously evidential mediumship yeah, yeah. all the way. Do you have? Do you believe that there's any space for spirit guides during a reading? Do you believe because I, I don't like it in a read. I don't like it. It's not it's not evidential in that sense. With that being said, someone someone that's got an element of development under their belt, if I, if 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 I was working for you and there was a level of assessment, where am I going? What am I doing? I'm a little bit lost. I'm a little bit I think there would be room there. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't go under the the banner of evidential mediumship. It would have to go under the banner of an assessment, a spiritual assessment. Um but not not in an evidential agreed I just wondered I'm just being nosy it's interesting to know so tell us some of your experiences with the spirit world because I'm sure they must have blown your mind at times tell us I think the first one that springs to mind is actually off the back of your question with with spirit guides I went to a demonstration and um uh, the medium uh on that on that evening kept referring to the Chinese man that was stood beside me um, so this was just, if you remember in, earlier on in the, the podcast, I was saying I hadn't done development. I was searching. Mm-hmm. Now now they keep giving me this Chinese man. That when it comes to development, um, there was this woman that, that just kept turning up. But I kept pushing her away. Like, where's the Chinese man? You know, like, I'm looking for this Chinese man. A medium has told me. Yeah. That, so I'm pushing this woman away for six months. And then, and then finally the penny dropped and I was like, oh, oh, my God, you are the guide and I'm pushing you away. And I felt terrible for a few weeks. And that that would be that would be one significant point because it, I felt like I was being told off. I, I wasn't, but I felt no. like I was being told off. Um, <laughs> my favorite one would have to be um, I received. And I'm, I'm, I'm really into the pioneers of mediumship. I'm really into that. Um, and, um, it was, I can't remember the year now, um, but it it was maybe around 2014, 2015. Um, and, um, I I was making my way through a hallway, uh, and, um, right beside me, like where the board was, was the front door in this hallway. Um, and I heard the letterbox go. And so rather than pick it up off the floor, I opened the door to see who it was um, because it was a funny hour or something like that. I remember trying to catch who posted it uh, and there was no one there. Um, And it was a very straight road, you know, and I, I looked up and I looked down and there was no one there. And I thought, wow, how strange is that? That yeah. was that is unbelievable. Um, So anyway, I kind of like, oh, well. I've gone in. I've picked up this envelope, um, and it just had my name on it. There was no there was no address. There was no uh, stamp. There was there was nothing. And I was like, "This day's just getting weirder. What on earth's going on here?" You know, <laughs> um, it still makes me laugh. Like thinking about it today. Uh, and I opened this envelope, um, and it was a signed first edition um, of Red Cloud Speaks by Estelle Roberts. Um, which I don't know if you know the value of that book, but that is. That's I don't know the. I know don't know the monetary value of it, but I can imagine the value yeah. of it. <laughs> so it was like, oh my god! So it was like signed first. It looked brand new, 
Um, and and yet you opened it and it's like 1938 or something like that, you know. And I was like, oh my god, it was my birthday. Um, so it was like this crazy gift. Um, so I mean, we'll let the did you ever find out where it came from? No idea, no idea. Oh my Um, god, that's magic. So and then I remember, um, I remember sitting, um, I used to spend a tremendous amount of time sitting. Uh, with the lady that I was talking about, uh, which slowly d- developed into like a um, a physical kind of time of the week, um, like physical mediumship, mm-hmm. the, the development with um, trumpets and things like that, you know, um, and trance work. So spoken trance. I'd have one sit. I, I wasn't comfortable doing it in front of anyone else. Um, and I'd, I'd done that for maybe three years. So every week for three years, I was really, really focused on getting that dialed in. Um, and and um, they told me um, Christmas was approaching and, and not to forget about the present under the tree. And I was like, OK, what, whatever that means, you know, uh, my little girl, she was she was tiny at the time. She must have been, I don't know, seven, eight, something like that. Um, and she had her presence and and what have you and she she had like emptied under the tree um and I was sitting there like picking up the wrappers throwing them in the in in like the rubbish bag to recycle the all the boxes and that kind of stuff you know it was yeah. it was quite funny and she went oh don't forget your present and and I said to her what do you mean my present uh like un- under the tree um and she went, oh, the man told me, the man told me, don't forget your present. And so I just, I just like, oh, okay, no, no problem. Go get it then. And she went and pulled a bauble off the Christmas tree. It was a sealed bauble, sealed. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, thanks. And she went, no, it's inside. And I was like, what, what, what do you mean it's inside? And I shook it um and there was something inside this bauble uh so i broke the bauble um and it was a brand new um silver sixpence uh from i've got it framed up, up the back here somewhere um like from many 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 years ago but it looked brand new brand spanking new um wow um and she never mentioned the man again she never i now i work really closely with a man with the physical stuff um, so I assume he just spoke to her to to say, but I fr- I framed that immediately. That was something um, that I done. Amazing! Um, wow, yeah, I love so, those stories. Yeah, they're, they're more of the the seeing stories, you know. The, the I think the more powerful ones as your development sort of unfolds, they start to you start to see uh, synchronicities throughout, don't you? And yeah, it, your mind kind of gets blown in different kind of ways after that, you know. For it's, sure. It's, it's so funny life. about your guide as well, because when I was first started, I decided to cheat the system and mm. I paid for a spirit guide drawing. And in all the time, in all the 12 years since, never once seen that guide. Yeah, never yeah. once. And I'm, it just sits there in a frame looking at me like you tried to cheat the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so funny. So <laughs> what do you think? Here's a big question for you, Charlie. What? Why do you think we're here? What is the purpose of physical existence? I, I well, I think they're lessons. Um, I'm a big, a big, big believer of um, uh, contracts, uh, etc. Um, I know that, that it sounds blasé, and you, you know people will agree or disagree. It's not. I'm not. I, I don't really need the discussion on it. Sorry. It's like it, it's just one of those. Um, but I think I think things like if I use my own example, um, I think things like my sister was exercised through free will prior to arriving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I needed to learn um, a tremendous loss in the way that I had lost her. Um, but I wholeheartedly believe that we had decided that before we came here mm-hmm. to to exercise that in some way. Uh, to give that some sort of context, so because everyone will go, well, of course you'll say that. Uh, my sister was 18 years old. I was 20 at the time. And the one, one night she wasn't at my mum's house, the one night in the 18 years, uh, she died. 
Um, and I just don't think my mum would have um, survived, um, which is a, a silly thing to say now, because uh, when my sister died, there was a, a massive part of my mum that died. She and uh, and she was, you know, she just lost a zest for life. Mm. Uh, so much so that this Christmas, just gone four weeks ago, was it? Oh, yeah. Um, she fell complete. Like she just fell um uh, at home and sat mm. past the Christmas. So, um, wow. so a- again, it's one of those things. I just think, um, the timing of the the Christmas period. Uh, you've seen my diary. Um, and yeah. and. Uh, uh, and it got to a Friday evening before Christmas um, and I pressed like end. So bye everyone. See you in the new year end. And my phone rang as I pressed end my, my stepdad who has been a father throughout mm-hmm. bringing me up, whatever cardiac arrest. Wow. So I've got to go down to the the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, he was like my mum's main carer and without him there, she was going downhill. So I'm doing seven hour car journeys uh, every day to clean up and buy and move and put us to bed. And, you know, it was an incredible taxing time. He gets mm-hmm. out two days later, she dies. Um, and and I'm like, my God! And when it all finally settled down, so the funeral had been dealt with. Um, my stepdad was out of uh, ICU and HDU, and he had just got home. Uh, my diary reopened that day, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, so for me, I think they're learning. They're learning curves, mm-hmm. and I think it's always easier when you are not emotionally bound or in the moment to see that you are learning something. Um, so at the moment, you can be angry, upset, hurt, or whatever. With hindsight, looking back, um, you can see why they had to go, where that, what, you know, relationships had to end, this had to happen, that had to happen, uh, to manoeuvre through um, a, a contract that yeah. had been created um, in that sense. So, um so yeah, I think they're lessons. I think yeah. it's to evolve um, who you are as a spirit, not as a a human, as a spirit. For sure. Um, and I think you, I think you recognise that subconsciously. I think you recognise someone's got depth to them. Yeah. You know, there there is there there are young people on the planet, and you're like, oh, you you are old you are yeah. old you can just you just know it um and there are old people and they're they're young they're still stupid and they still make mistakes and you know and it's just like oh well you'll be back yeah uh, <laughs> you you haven't learned so it's kind of I think you know that I think you see that without recognizing um age within a spirit of an individual so yeah, yeah. for sure lessons they're lessons they're they're perfecting who you are yeah ouchie and so what advice would you have for somebody that is just starting out with their mediumship and just taking those first tentative steps? Uh, do not Google. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, and stay away from everyone else's journey. So do not read any books. Um, I always get a lot of influx of, is there any recommended reading? Um, I always recommend that students start their reading about two or three years into a development because they have a a foundational philosophy that they have discovered, not through my experience, but through their own experience, um, which isn't limiting the belief or the um the the imagination of the individual um so in my head now anything is possible within mediumship it's limited to my imagination Mm. Uh, but if I read the books um it would it would maybe tell me that I can't do this or maybe I'm not worthy enough maybe I wasn't chosen maybe I don't have the gene to be a a a medium so I think recommended reading is no reading until you have a development or a relationship established with a um with a guide or a team or an angel whatever terminology they need there um firstly get that down um and focus on them not on others um and I would um I would use practice time very wisely um, because we are really, really hungry early doors. We're really hungry and we'll do we'll do three circles in a week and we'll be on a weekend workshop and we'll be doing an online seminar. And 
And and the mistake that I see constantly is people use that time, that practice time, to do the stuff they already know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so you should be using that time, that practice to to fail, to get it wrong. Where did I go wrong? How did I go wrong? And and learn from that rather than going in and getting a name, getting an age, getting a relation, getting a passing, which mm-hmm. they do week in, week out. And people have got this this belief that practice makes perfect. You know, failing makes perfect, not practice. Um, Agreed. And and, <laughs> and, and um, practice makes you better. No, understanding the subject makes you better. Practicing mm-hmm. it doesn't. You know, it's like I always say, um, like um, I, I'm getting up in the morning and I practice dressing myself. I practice brushing my teeth. I'm not practicing those things. I have knowledge of them. Uh, And so therefore I just go and do them. Yeah. And mediumship you need to understand and have knowledge of. So the practice is used in areas that you're weak at or could do with work on. Um, So those that are just embarking now, find the niche that you're looking for, whether it be psychic, whether it be mediumship, spiritual, whatever, and then invest that time in failing in all those areas to acquire the knowledge to then move forward into their chosen niche. There's way too many people that want to do the art, the healing, the trance, the physical, the the mediumship, the leaves, the ball, the stalls, the shop, the reeds. And you're like, just pick one, get good at one. Yeah. Um, spend time in the in that area and uh, from there it will unfold I never wanted to read I wanted my sister yeah you know that that's that's why I've done it so I've never had a drive for a diary I've never had a drive for it uh, I was looking for someone um, and along the way I found all this other stuff you know uh, I never wanted to do stage never ever I, the idea of standing up in front of people and talking to them is mortifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, but when I got or I understood my subjects in the way that I understand my subjects in the mechanics and the processes and what is a, a, achievable, um, people wanted a read. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a full diary. People want me on the stage for their venue or their centre, their churches, their, you know, wherever it is. I have a full diary, not yeah. because I'm chasing it, but because they come and got me because I understand my subjects. Uh, I never wanted to teach, um, but it was just a, a handful of people, early stages, you know, year two, year three, year four. Um, oh, you explain it really easily. You should run a class. Uh, oh, okay. That's that. Well, I'll try. Let's see. You know, I, 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 I would be terrified to look at the numbers now that that that, yeah. that I'm doing. You know, like directly after this class, I have a full class to run. You know, yeah. so it's, um, yeah, it's whether it be here. I'm not a big fan of this online stuff. I, I much prefer having you in my company. Um, I I do prefer it. Um, mm-hmm but it does give me access because I'm halfway up the country and I wouldn't be speaking to you without it. So yeah, it would it's mean funny, hours drive. And so there, there's a compromise, isn't there in certain areas. So, For sure. so yeah, it's uh, I would spend time in one area um, and ignore everybody else. Find your answers for you. Um, challenge your idea, challenge your uh, limitations on who and what you are. So, and, and I think that would that would serve them very well for a couple of years before they gained any kind of direction for themselves. Amazing. That's such great oh. advice. Thank you. No worries. Um, now, I know that you've got a residential coming up yep. where you've got some spaces. So tell us about that. What's happening? Uh, well, I, I used to. I, um, I mean, there's a couple of schools in the UK, isn't there? You know, you've mm-hmm. got the, the, the world famous, is it? The world famous yeah. Arthur Finlay. Um, and as much as I love uh, uh, the venue, it it didn't really cater for what who who I am, you know. So mm-hmm. people love it, people hate it, you know. It's I, I get both sides, and I understand it. Um, and then I worked at um, one near you actually down in uh, Kent. No, it wasn't Kent. It was Folkestone. Um, yeah, Kent. Was, yeah, um, yeah. Um, which was the Ersham Star School. Yeah. Uh, I worked there for quite a while. 
Um, but our ideas kind of they went they went different ways. Um, and, you know, things things who I am and what I'm about um, kind of grew further apart from the uh, the idea of that. So it left me no choice but to run my own. Um, uh, and and that's the, that's the it's a black and white kind of you know what you're signing up for. I'm going to work you really hard. Um, you know, if there's any problem in mediumship, it's not the spirit world. It's not the communicate. It's not the the client's fault uh, mm-hmm. in, in that sense. So it's looking at where the problem is, which is you, the individual, mm-hmm. and now let's go and iron it out. Let's let's look at it. Let's process it. Let's deal with it, uh, and then go from there. So it's kind of that's what the residential is. It's just a, a full all round set of tools to get you through your read. Amazing. And when's your next one? um is that is that it that uh it is the 13th to the 17th of august this year that will be held in chester um the reason i had to go to chester was out of respect for now out of respect <laughs> for for the kent school and for the um the stansted school yeah um that i will be moving them closer uh over time uh, but it's got an international airport at manchester and liverpool uh, which means the worldwide students can fly in um there is only two spaces left now Excellent. um the numbers are kept deliberately small so um i won't go over 30 which is still a big number I'm, i appreciate but um it won't be 120 it won't be it's very personalized in that sense that i do build a relationship with the with the students so um and um mentoring i, I do mentoring um there's only a, a couple of spaces left from july to december uh this year um that's online training though so that's uh uh once a month is that yeah, once a month. Yeah, <laughs> you're too busy to know where you are. I love it. it makes yeah, me laugh. I literally get up in the morning and say, "Where am I today?" <laughs> and then I have to well, go there. time and space doesn't exist, so you're fine. That's it. That's it. <laughs> thank you so much. I Thanks think I've got me. neck ache from nodding all the way through <laughs> that. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your your story with us yeah. and also your knowledge. Um, and I know that you've got. I mean, when I talk about knowledge, there is like a library of information from Charlie on his YouTube. So I will put a link um, in the show notes to your website and everyone can check you out. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for talking to us. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.